Hi, welcome to What I'm Looking At, the podcast about what I'm looking at. I am Pinky Cross, your host, just chillin'. Oh, Peppy is not chillin'. That was her getting out of her bed in a hurry for seemingly no reason. Now she's getting back in. Okay. Well, I'm just sitting here on my work break. I have a split shift today, and uh, right before I came home, well, I got a COVID test as well right before I got home, but came home. But my client, right before I got my COVID test, gave me, we were talking about coffee and how I might need some because I have a lot of list items to, to get done on my break. And he gave me this coffee tea bag. Have y'all ever heard of that? It's it's a it's a coffee that's in a tea bag, and you just pop it in a cup and brew it like a tea bag, and then add your milk or whatever. And so I'm drinking that, and it's actually pretty darn good, I have to say. And I just got off the phone. If you're trying to get to sleep, this is going to be perfect for you because it's really boring. I, I don't even know what I'm telling you, but here we are. Just got off the phone with my car insurance company, and because I had to add my car as a business, I didn't know this, but if you use your car for work purposes at all, if your car is run by a police officer for to see if you have insurance or if you're suspicious or something, if they find out that you use it for work and you haven't added that to your insurance, they can seize your car and... It's just not like that in, in the States. So I, now I have to pay an extra 100 something, 150 pounds per year for that. And I already pay 250 pounds a month, a month for the insurance. And on the phone, I was asking the man, I said, well, I'm on this international driving license right now because it's a Texas license and I don't have to get a UK license until a year after I've lived here. Do I need, can I, it will, would it be cheaper if I switched over to a UK license sooner than later? And he said, no, because if you're a new driver, you'd be technically a new driver and new drivers pay anywhere from 300 to 500 pounds per month for insurance, car insurance. Anyway, I just, it's so much money, isn't it, for car insurance? Maybe, maybe it's really not. Maybe it's worth it. Doesn't feel like it, but I can't just be driving around with no car insurance. So it is what it is, as they say. And none of this matters because we're here to hear, well, you're here to hear me look at something, and today I have something very spooky and exciting. Happy October, everybody. I was at a thrift store, a charity shop, as they say here, and instead of clothes or 
rain boots or, you know, a coffee mug or things people normally buy, I was drawn to this stack of masks. Not not uh, virus masks, but face, um, what am I trying to say? Halloween masks. And I had a really good time just rifling around and looking at them all and trying them on, even though in hindsight, it was pretty gross of me to do. It's gross even when we're not in a pandemic, but I think I probably should have waited till I got home and wiped them down with a an alcohol wipe or something before I rubbed my face all over the inside of them. But I did it anyway. I guess I was just something overcame me. Uh, Halloween spirit. I almost said Christmas spirit. Halloween spirit overcame me, and I w- I just had to try try some on. And I got three of these masks for a pound each. I love them. I don't know why. I just do. Maybe it's that I love covering my face up. That's part of it, I'm sure. They're still in this bag that I got from the charity shop. It's a paper, brown paper bag. So kind of breaking some rules. But the reason I left them in the bag was because I wanted you to hear me take them out of the bag because sometimes it's a pleasant sound, a paper bag. I don't know. It's just papery and and crinkly. You know what I'm saying. So here we go. I'm going to get them out of the bag and place them here in front of me, and then I will tell you all about them. interested. There's one. Oh, this is my favorite one. And number three. Thank you, bag. Okay. So these three masks are laid out in front of me. Scary. I've been... I've had a fascination with face masks for a while, maybe since my freshman year of college. Maybe I've talked about it before on this podcast, but I was completely obsessed. I didn't really want to use the word obsessed, but... I did, with this website called maskon.com, and my friend Lane showed me it. It's an online community of people who make female latex masks and make and or buy them and wear them and put, it's usually men who put the female masks on. And they are posing and have pretty clothes on and have these masks on and wigs. And I just, I don't know, I just loved looking at these image galleries of these people that that did that. I loved seeing their 
their living rooms or their bathrooms or wherever they're doing their photo shoot, seeing their stuff all around, and then seeing how they choose to present this kind of alter ego of themselves. And I especially, my favorite part was to look at their eyes behind the mask. It's really amazing how creative and artistic people get with their mask wearing. And uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of art to it. But anyway, I made a bunch of, of drawings and paintings of those people. And I was even in, in pretty close contact with many of them. And uh, was asking them all sorts of questions. And long story short, I like a mask. Especially a mask that is supposed to look like a human. It's just pretty creepy, but I love creepy stuff. Okay, we're going to start with this skull mask. I'm, as you know, an end-of-life doula, and I love being reminded about mortality, and so I like... I like skulls. A lot of end-of-life doulas that I know have stuff with skulls on it and, and collect little skulls and stuff. I actually don't have anything with skulls, like patterns, or any little figures of skulls. I guess I'm not really a knickknacks person. but this So this is my first skull-related item that I even have in my possession. And this mask is... It's different from the other two in that it's kind of made of like a foam. It almost feels like thin styrofoam. And I'll just I'll just share what the front of it looks like. So, it's big enough to cover an entire face, I would say, depending on the face. My face, certainly. It's okay. It's black underneath so it's been painted black underneath and then painted red over top of the black so and I know that because the red is uh the black is showing through the red in places so it looks kind of a intentionally distressed kind of and then also it's been a little bit sprayed spray painted over the red as well above the brow bones and down um, over the eye holes and then on either side of the nose cavity. And there's two holes for the nose, which is kind of interesting because normally on a skull it's just a, a space, like a kind of a triangular space. But the on this one, it's it's solid and just with two holes. And then the teeth are, of course, just black lines that are delineating each where the two teeth would be. And there's some cracks in the skull, little hairline cracks for detail. And it's kind of lumpy. It's kind of lumpy. I think that's mostly due to the foam. It's gotten sort of like bent in some places. Or 
Maybe that's how this person died, is they got conked on the head one too many times. So that's this mask. There's not too much else to say about it because I'm conscious that I have two more masks to cover. It's just an elastic band, by the way, for the for the strap where it holds onto your head. This is skull mask. Skull mask number one. I tried this one on at the at the shop. I actually have a picture of it, so for those of you who are on my Discord channel, my patrons, I will put a picture there for you to see. Thanks, by the way, just as a side note to all my patrons on Discord for um, putting your pictures there and communicating with me on there. I wasn't that active last week because I was working a lot, but thank you. Next up, we have El Diablo. We have a devil. Hang on. Sorry. I'm going to go back to skull mask number one real quick because I just noticed there's some tag taggage. Uh, and I'm going to let you know what the tag says. It's a, it's a long, very long, one of those satiny tags. It's saying that I should cut it off with scissors, but this person has not. It says F and F, and that's the brand, I guess. UK, five to six years. Euro, five to six years. US, six. So I guess this is for children. Or me. It says height, 116 centimeters. Chest, 60.5 centimeters. Waist, 56 centimeters. So I'm guessing that this mask was part of a full body costume situation just as an aside as well if you have children i urge you to buy pre-owned halloween costumes not trying to guilt you or anything but i think that halloween costumes contribute quite a bit to to environmental damage and people tend to throw them out after just one use, especially if they're children's costumes. So you can actually get some really good, you know, not very used costumes at thrift stores and that, and uh, just as good and cheap. Better for you, better for the world. Just an idea. On this tag in red, it says, Warning, keep away. Warning, keep away from fire. And it says that in a bunch of different languages. F-F.com, made in China. On the back of this tag, it says, hand wash only, remove accessory prior to washing. Warning, not suitable for children under 36 months. Small parts and long cords. Choking and strangulation hazard. Another tag that says made in China. And this second tag says part of a set. Please keep a record of the company name and address. Please cut and remove all labels and tags before giving this product to a child. 
and then it says Tesco Stores Limited, Cheslent, EN89SLUK. This was bought at Tesco. Wow, it's a Tesco mask. It's a Tesco Skeleto. And there's also a tag from the thrift store. It says, Julia's House. We are 95% funded by local people like you. Julia'sHouse.org. And then it says, Price 50p. Oh, it wasn't even a pound. It was just 50p. And there's a barcode. Okay, skeleton mask number one. Thank you. Back to El Diablo. Devil. This is actually a half mask. I did not try this one on. This one is the second mask I saw. This one is funny because where the eyes are, it's two large holes, but then connected to the inner corners of the eyes, eye holes, there's actually small pupil, small pupil parts, so, and they're blue. There's blue eyes attached, and I'm assuming that you're going to be able to see my eyes behind it, so it's going to be like double eye devil, which is cool. It's actually, that's pretty cool. Anyway, this mask is a half mask. It's got a top. It's, okay, it's red. It's supposed to be the devil. It's made of plasticky, rubbery type mask material. It's red with some black details kind of airbrushed over to accentuate the eyebrow furrow furrows. There's one line and then two smaller lines under that to, yeah, accentuate the, the evil eyebrow shape. And it's got two black horns at the top. And it's got a large protruding pointy nose pointing downward. And, and full bulbous cheeks coming out. And then teeth, but just the top row. So we have two sharp teeth. Four, there's four teeth in total. There's a sharp tooth and then a small tooth, another small tooth, and then a sharp tooth again. Very spaced out. They've been sprayed white and there's a bit of black behind. And it looks like a faint suggestion of a smile. A, a mischievous... Mischievous... Mischievous evil smile no hair or anything just scary devil face with weird pupils and a furrowed brow and uh, the back is just red and then it's just got one of these Julius House tags as well and this tag says no gift is too small every penny counts 
juliashouse.org. And this was one pound. It says gift aid item on the barcode for some reason. And the elastic on this one is white. Um, Skull Man is just a black elastic. This one's a little worn out. This one seems kind of old-fashioned-y. I can't entirely imagine someone wearing this one now. Then again, I'm not sure what people wear now. I'm wondering if I will get any trick-or-treaters to my house this year with COVID. Yeah, this mask is very wrinkled. There's a lot of lines and texture around the, well, everywhere, really. It's very wrinkle-heavy. This devil's got a lot of wrinkles everywhere, on the nose, on the cheeks, around the eyes, around the eyebrows. There's actually quite a bit of wrinkle detail on this. And I can see a little bit where the paint has faded or where this rubber plastic stuff has faded a little bit which is another indicator that it's an older mask I think last but not least we have I think it's supposed to be Dracula I'm pretty sure or what's what's his name Nosferatu 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 you know what I'm trying to say Uh, this one definitely, I think, is old for several, several reasons. Some, not only does it look like an old-fashioned mask, but some of the paint has worn off. The elastic is quite stretched out and yellowed. I'm gonna have to tie it much tighter for it to fit on my face, and the only reason I know that is because because I was walking down the street and decided I wanted to try it on to the horror of the person I was with at the time and it wouldn't stay on my face so yeah but I think it's it's definitely if I were to guess this was from I don't know 80s I have no idea to be honest but it's Dracula. He's looking good. This was, did I already say, this was the first mask that I picked up and I got excited about. This is, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's classic looking. It's actually kind of scary, like for real. It's got some nice coloration on it, nice details. And I just like the old school feeling of it. It's a skin-toned face, a light skin-toned face, and it's uh, it's got some, so I guess the base would be like tan, tannish color, like sandy tan color, and then someone has, the mask person has airbrushed over some red or pinkish red in certain areas of the face so he's got these big pointy ears very large ears pointing up like a bat kind of but on the side of his face and they've been hit with some of this redness 
his cheeks, and his forehead. He's making this kind of horrified look with his mouth shape, kind of open in a, I don't know, maybe bloodlust way, although there's already blood coming out of his mouth. I'll just, I'll go back to his skin real quick. There's, there's a vein. I love this detail. It's just a vein popping right out of his forehead. Stress vein just popping out. And he's got a lot of texture on his skin. He's got lumps and bumps and, and, uh, lines and wrinkles, very textural experience. He's got big, big black eyebrows. Who's that man? He's a famous person, Eugene Levy. He's got Eugene Levy. I love Eugene Levy. He's got Eugene Levy eyebrows, and he's got black hair, but the black hair has been kind of worn off in areas, so the tan is poking through. But he's got this slicked back black, blackish hair. He's got white eyes, but it's just white, the whites of his eyes. There's circles cut out where his pupils and iris would be, and that's where my eyes are going to show through. His nose is pretty small. It's got kind of a button nose, actually. Two holes and a really big mouth, making this kind of downturned, frowny, open mouth expression with blood dripping down his chin. It's like tomato red. And he's got one, two, three, four, five, eight teeth showing, just the top level of eight teeth, two sharp ones where you would expect to see a Dracula, Dracula's teeth. They're all pretty sharp looking actually, and a tiny opening for the mouth, I guess that's just for ease of breathing, because you wouldn't really be able to see anything through that, but it is, you can see his lips kind of unfurling or pulling away from his teeth to expose his teeth. And his upper lip is is uh, kind of accentuated. And looks like he has some dry lips. They're very dry looking. What else to say about this Dracula? He's got a couple warts above his eyebrow. I like it. Um, patrons, if you want, I will, just for fun, I'll... I'll actually put pictures of all of these, me and all of these masks on the Discord channel for you to see. The back of the mask is actually really scary, like scarier than the front because all of the little lumps and mold, like how it was molded, and then the nose holes are poking in. And there's, you can see the eye holes, obviously, and the little mouth hole. I kind of wish I could flip it inside out and wear it inside out. I bet I could. I wouldn't want to break it, though. Like I said, the elastic is pretty yellowed, and it looks like it might break any day. I might just have to 
replace it. It's been knotted up a lot of times. I bet you this is older than an 80, the 80s. It, it, does, it does look pretty vintage. This has just got a little Julia's House tag on it, different from the others. This one's just a white tag. It says the price is $150 and has barcode on the back. And that's it. Those are my three masks that I bought the other day from Julia's House thrift shop. Thank you so much. Shout out to Julia's House. Great Halloween selection there. What else should I say? I'm nearing the end of my work break, so I don't want to rush rush you away, but either you should be getting to sleep or maybe maybe you should look at something for yourself. I don't know. Thank you so much for being here with me. Just a reminder, you can leave me a one-minute voicemail, one minute or less. If you'd like, just click the link in the description. That'll take you to Anchor, where you can just record straight from your phone or on your desktop, wherever you are. And uh, you can leave me a message about what you're looking at, and I will add it to an episode at the top if you'd like. I would love to hear from you. Please send me some voicemails. It's one of the main reasons I switched platforms. So I would love it if you did that. And uh, keep the ratings and the comments coming. Uh, Patreon.com slash Emily Cross is my Patreon. I think that's it. I hope that you have a lovely rest of your night or day. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.